Hey, Retrospectors, for our third birthday, we've filmed an hour-long Q&A answering your questions. We discuss our favourite facts, how we make the show, and what we've learned along the way. If you're already supporting us on Patreon, thank you. You can watch it right now at patreon.com slash retrospectors. And if you're not a Patreon member, sign up. You don't have to pay a thing to become a free member and watch it now. So check it out. It's free. Patreon.com slash retrospectors. Content warning. Check the show notes for more information. It's November 15th, 1720, and another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by Aria, Rebecca, and Ali, the Retrospectors. When pirate hunter Jonathan Barnett approached the pirate ship the William off the west coast of Jamaica, only two of the crew put up much of a fight. It was only after the ship had been successfully captured and its captives processed that it was realised that those two pirates were, in fact, ladies. And much of what we know about the lives of these two lady pirates, Mary Reed and Anne Bonny, comes from a 1724 account titled, this is brilliant, I would definitely read this, A General History of the Robberies and Murders of the Most Notorious Pirates by Captain Charles Johnson, which some uh, historians think was a nom de plume of the Robinson Crusoe author, Daniel Defoe. It does seem very much in his groove, doesn't it? It does, yes. <laughs> Regardless of whether Defoe wrote it or not, the fact that this book is the main historical account is problematic because just the title tells you it's got a slightly tabloidy approach. And in the book, we're told, for example, that Reed, as a pirate, was said to bare her breasts before shooting men in the face. Now, that was <laughs> probably just a titillating detail that was invented by the author because titillating. She, she may have done that once. So, like, I've, I've read historians say, well, Basically, that was a great distraction technique. You know, if she really felt threatened on a ship, if she bared her boobs, it gave her a second for someone to be like, what? And then she could shoot them. But that's like not something you go around doing again and again and again. This female pirate has been written by a man. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Also, because both of them were trying to uh, conceal their gender for great parts of their careers, it wouldn't have made sense for them to be flashing. No, Sort of gives the game away, doesn't it? One interesting thing that both women have in common is that they were both born into a life of pretending Mm. to be men without really having much choice in the matter. I mean, Mary Reed was born in England and she was the product of an extramarital affair that her mother had had after her husband vanished at sea. Her older brother, her legitimate brother, died as a baby just before she was born. So Mary's mother, in order to claim maintenance payments from her mother-in-law, passed Mary off as this little boy who had died. And it's so funny because there's a really similar story for Anne Bonny. So the story of Anne, is that her father was this attorney named William Cormack. He had an affair with the family maid, which prompted his wife to leave him. And he then, uh, presumably in some state of shame, had to leave Ireland and took with him the woman that he had had an affair with, as well as his daughter, that's Anne. To Carolina, by the way. You say leave Ireland, you think, oh, he's going to go to Cornwall. Went to America. They really, they really got out of there. But definitely no one knows us here. Uh, Yeah, but by this time he had already been trying to pass Anne off as a boy and introducing her to people as the child of a relative that had been entrusted to his care. Which is very interesting, but you've downloaded this episode because we're talking about the golden era of piracy and here we are talking about children in drag. Can we get on, please, to the bit where they're like on ships and plundering gold? How did they meet Rebecca? So after the family had moved to the United States... 
Anne's father actually built up quite a profitable plantation, but Anne proved to be a massive teenage tearaway, including reportedly stabbing a servant girl with a knife and beating mm. a suitor who tried to rape her, which she actually was then disowned by her father after she married a penniless sailor called James Bonney, and she moved with him to the Bahamas. Not a pirate sailor. Actually, the opposite. Yeah, very much the opposite. He was in the business of ratting out pirates uh, to the authorities to try to get them arrested. So he was sort of the anti-pirate. And that was how they came then to be living in Nassau, right? Which is in the Bahamas, Mm -hmm. still called that. But then the Bahamas was known as New Providence. And there were around a thousand pirates living there. So that's what James Bonney was doing there, was trying to find pirates. Mm -hmm. But it was kind of like a pirate... Utopia. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was known as the Republic of Pirates. And although, you know, James Bonney was in the business of getting close to pirates, guess he was good at getting really, really close to pirates. It was Anne who, while her husband was going around snitching, she was hanging out with pirates in taverns. And according to one account, James Bonney, her husband, once surprised her lying in a hammock with another man. (laughs) But she only fell for one of those men. And that man was called Calico Jack Rackham, who was (laughs) a British pirate. And the two of them ran away together after James refused to grant her a divorce and so they went off on a boat together but at that point Anne decides to be in drag because although jack knows that she's a girl the other pirates on the ship don't and i was wondering whether part of why she had to not reveal her gender was surely that women on ships was regarded as very bad luck yeah i mean women were actually banned from a lot of ships because they were seen as being bad luck in sailing superstition but some pirate crews went even further apparently blackbeard who at this time had recently died he ordered his men to strangle any female captives that they captured and throw their bodies overboard so they had probably had good reason to not want to be women on a ship and it was at this point that they met mary reed now, there's a couple of different versions of how they actually came to meet. One is that they just recruited her, that she she wanted to be a pirate, she signed on disguised as a man. And the other was that she was actually captured on one of the ships that they plundered and then willingly joined them. Um, but whatever it was, they hit it off immediately, extremely well, in fact. And it led to a kind of strange and probably invented scene where Mary Reed... Does she get her boobs out again, Well, you, well let's see if yeah. you can finish this anecdote. Apparently, <laughs> Anne Bonny, this time in her female guys came into the room where mary reed was and keep in mind mary reed disguises man and she tries to yes. seduce this handsome new member of the crew and mary so she's, revi- she's taken a chance with her husband who's also on the boat yes and revealing herself to be an actual woman to yes. someone she thinks is a man and right? mary yes. reed says guess what i'm also a woman and then because that's obviously enough guess what she does Shows her boobs. <laughs> yeah, she gets Inevitably. her boobs out. It's an embellishment. One of the contemporary explanations that I heard for how both of these women were getting away with uh, pretending to be men in what must have been a pretty male-dominated world was that a lot of pirates were between the ages of, like, sort of early to mid-teens and mid-twenties. And so they're just, they were quite youthful in appearance and so maybe they sort of fitted in and then there was this other explanation that because of the stress and the lack of hygiene and the poor eating that was involved in a life of piracy that it naturally suppressed their periods so that was another aspect of how they were able to sort of pass themselves off but they seem to be even stronger pirates than the men i mean like rebecca Mm. said up top when they were captured on this day the male crew apparently were all too drunk basically to do anything about this siege on their boat but they stood up to the invasion. And you see this in the history. Apparently, one of Anne Bonny's first acts when she became a pirate was to make a fake corpse from a mannequin that she found, smear it with blood, 
and then like scream over the top of it so that people would surrender their looty to her, which is just well hard. <laughs> you say looty. <laughs> looty? Is that wrong? Bo- booty I mean, or loot? loot and booty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> so, as you say, Ollie, they were kind of the only ones who put up any fight when this English pirate hunter, Jonathan Barnett, approached them. The 11 men fled into the hold of the ship rather than fight. Apparently, they've been having a rum party. I don't really know what a rum party is, but they were hiding in the hold of the ship while Reed and Bonnie were up on deck. and a furious reed apparently shot her gun into the hold in a rage at their cowardice yeah apparently she shouted down if there's a man among ye you'll come up and fight like a man ye are to be and when no one responded she shot she <laughs> shot her pistol at them and killed someone <laughs> so they were put on trial in jamaica in 1720 their crew testified against them mm. in court it was pretty sensational stuff like even now, it sounds like a Jerry Springer title, doesn't it? I was a cross-dressing pirate. <laughs> and then there's actually like a, a sub-clause, which is, and I'm pregnant with the captain's baby, exclamation <laughs> mark. Yeah. Because in the trial, they both pled the belly. They both said, I'm pregnant. And therefore, when the rest of the crew got sentenced to death, these two ladies weren't. See our episode on all-female juries. Yeah, and apparently Calico Jack uh, was then scheduled to be executed by hanging and his final request was to go see Anne, but she only had one thing to say to him and it was this. If you had fought like a man, you need not have been hanged like a dog. Harsh. That was it. Last thing she said to her husband. A statue of Mary Reed and Anne Bonny was offered to the people of Burr Island, Devon. Now, neither of them had a connection to Burr Island, but it does have a historical link to piracy. Uh, And this artist called Amanda Cotton had made this very nice, actually, this nice sort of interpretive sculpture of the pair of them. However, the local parish council turned the offer down and they said, quote, that councillors and local people had questioned during the current times the political correctness of erecting statues which commemorate pirates who are ruthless criminals and villains. That's the thing, isn't it, about all pirates, though? I mean, you know, why is it that pirates are an acceptable sort of children's party theme? I mean, the answer there is probably Peter Pan. But nonetheless, it, it is just a tolerated thing that these people who went around raping and pillaging and murdering people and stealing stuff looty or otherwise, uh, are to be are to be fetishised in this sort of innocent way. But then since that's the case, why not the women as well? Like, it seems doubly unfair, doesn't it, that pirates are celebrated but not the women? I thought you were going to say not that's the thing about pirates, but that's the thing about parish councils, always trying to ruin everyone's fun. <laughs> Tomorrow. It is now, my heart sinks saying this, a Star Wars hyperspace mountain ride. Love the show? Support the show. Patreon.com slash Retrospectors. Part of the ACAST Creator Network.